The Business on RT Radio 1 with AIB. We know that your focus is on your business. That's why ours is on supporting you. Good morning. Coming up, will your job be replaced by AI? The criminal world's latest kidnap scams? The architect of the new corporate tax regime? And is your favourite influencer really all that real? You can contact us by text to 51551, email thebusiness at rte.ie or tweet to at thebusinessrte. Well, as we've been hearing this week, a Garda investigation is underway after 14 people were discovered in a refrigerated container that arrived in Rosslare Europort. This case illustrates the desperation of people who are trying to find a better way of life and it also highlights the hazards that truck drivers face as they go about their day's work. I'm joined on the line from our Limerick studio by Ken Leahy, who owns the international transport company Lee Trans Limited. Ken, um, you're very welcome to the programme. Given, you know, you have a business, your business owns 70 trucks, employs in the region of 90 drivers. Did this week's incident come as any surprise to you? Uh, Good morning, Richard. Uh, No, not at all. Um, I'm afraid um, this is part of our everyday life now uh, and has been for the last 10 or 15 years. So it wasn't a surprise at all. What kinds of situations do truck drivers find themselves in when it comes to people trying to get on board trucks? Yeah, it's very difficult for them. Um, we don't. Uh, we have a rule within the company that drivers don't stop within 200 kilometres of Kelly to mitigate the, the risk of um, migrants trying to get into the trailers. But we've had drivers that um, migrants uh, produce knives to the drivers to, to threaten them. Uh, we've had um, makeshift roadblocks on the roads that they try to um, immobilise the truck so that it can get on it. So it's very difficult for a driver, yeah. And when you say you've a 200 kilometre rule for drivers, so they, they don't stop at all within 200 kilometres of a port? No, it's about two and a half hour, two and a half to three hours driving. So they would take whatever rest they needed um, beforehand and move in. Uh, it's just a security measure that we, we have it implemented many years and it's to avoid the obviously the migrants are more frequent closer to the ports. You know, we have seen it moving hundreds of kilometres out from the ports, but um that's the best we can do to mitigate our, our risk. And you say, you know, this has been an issue that drivers have had to been aware of and take measures to, to counter and so forth for years. But is it is it a really a growing problem, Ken? I wouldn't say it's a growing problem. I think um what happened this week is is um it's absolutely uh, the, the. It's very rare due to the the effort made by drivers, the ports, the ferry operators, the immigration in 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 Rasslair, the Gardaí down there are very good. So there's a lot of work done behind the scenes that um, the general public don't see. Instances like this, uh, drivers are very diligent when they're loading and when they they do their security checks when they stop. The ports are excellent with um, security checks. So. Uh, a lot of trailers, a majority of trailers will be checked at the ports for migrants or on top of axles or, or, or various different places where they hide. So there is a lot of work goes on behind the scenes so that we don't see incidents like this. So so when drivers stop to take a break, even at those times, do they have to be really vigilant to see if anybody's trying to get in? I mean, you know, there's talk about... Uh, putting a hole in the roof of the truck to get in, that sort of thing. Does that require extra security? 
It does, yeah, for sure. A driver has a, a checklist, a security checklist, and he checks it at, at every stop. So if he, if he stopped for, for his dinner in a motorway services or something like that and he would, would return to the truck, he would do a a walk-around check of uh, a security check of seals, locks, uh, anybody on top of the axles, um, in behind the cab, uh, between the cab and the trailer, different uh, things. So we have a, a a specific check before the driver would depart again. He will sign a check sheet and he will then proceed with his journey. So every time he will stop, he will do this check. Would you end up spending a lot of money on, on security for that reason? We would, yeah. What are, you, what are you talking about? Uh, our last order of, of trailers, we spent an additional 180,000 on internal locking systems in the back doors. We would have hundreds and hundreds of thousands spent on uh, security measures, training, um, uh, yeah, massive and, amount of money. And generally, from talking to the drivers, do they form the impression that a lot of this is maybe organised through people traffickers, or is it individuals desperate to try and get on board a truck to to get to a country like Ireland or the UK or wherever it might be? Uh, there's most definitely there's an element an element of criminality. I think in every walk of life there is. Um, but in the main, what we see, we have a lot of experience. Obviously, it's it's desperation it's people trying to get to uh, a better country the, I suppose the question we need to ask ourselves is why are they risking again going into the back of the fridge these 14 people took a major risk we were very lucky that these people were alive that's a 30 hour sailing we were very very lucky uh, and they they were in France in Europe they had left their countries wherever they came from and they were they were in uh, a, a country that had an asylum policy and yet they risked their lives again to come to Ireland so I'm not sure the the the, the migration policies in Ireland, but there's a reason that they they are risking their their lives again, and they are risking their lives. What These... what happens to a driver if the driver is caught, even though they haven't necessarily done anything wrong? But if you know if, if it emerges that they're transporting people in their trailer across a country, you know, like Britain or whatever, what, what happens then? Uh, at the at the moment um, in in Britain, they're after uh, increasing the fines for the driver and, and the transport company at six and a half thousand sterling per person. So if you had fourteen multiplied by six and a half thousand, uh, the transport company carries the cost really because the driver will be fined, but they they chase the transport company for it. So there's many stories of transport companies having very large fines from the UK. And what if the driver alerts the police? You know, the driver innocently makes a discovery and says, hang on a minute, something up here, checks, and there are a load of people inside, rings the, the authorities. They don't, they don't get fined then, do they? Uh, I've heard of an incident last week. I can't confirm it for sure that the transport company has been fined after alerting the authorities. Yes, yeah, and I'm pretty sure that's correct. And do you think since Brexit... Uh, the numbers trying to get to Ireland in particular have increased? I think it's very hard to say. Uh, a lot of our traffic um, would have transited the UK pre-Brexit and there's a, a massive amount of traffic now that, that travels on the direct ferries. So we might be seeing it because of that. It's very hard to see is it is it specifically be, they want to come to Ireland or is it because the the demographic of traffic has changed how, we're, how we are transiting um, not transiting the UK and we're on direct ferries in, instead. So it's very hard to make a call on that. Okay, well, uh, thank you very much for talking us through that. Ken Leahy of Lee Trans Limited, thank you very much for joining us on the programme.